It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. If this is your very first time tuning into us, a huge welcome. We've been doing this now for over 13 years. We're listening to it in over 30 countries around the world, and we have such a great range of guests, uh, hosts on the Divas That Care Network, and everybody that's really our big tribe. And we definitely have a big tribe with the Divas of Care Network from all over the world. So we're so excited that you've joined us today. All right, guys, I'm excited. One of our amazing divas is back in the house. Her name is Liberty Miller. And I am so excited because a lot has changed in her life. And I'm excited to hear all about it. So welcome back to the show, Liberty. Thank you so much, Candice. It's great to be here. Oh, my goodness. I am beyond excited. You know, we had... You and I have talked quite a few times now, and there's been different things we've chatted about, but you've made some extremely significant changes in your life. But before we kind of dive into that, could you do like a quick recap of who you are and where you're from? Of course. Um, I mean, where I'm from is kind of a tough question. (laughs) I've moved around a lot in my life. Most recently, I was living in Alaska, but um, about a year ago, I moved down to Washington State. So um, I volunteer in prisons. I'm really active in the restorative justice world. I speak at events and things like that. Just really passionate about restorative justice and and helping people navigate their trauma and deeply heal from their trauma. It is crazy because last time you and I had chatted, we talked, you were in Alaska, and I was excited because during the weekend I was actually – moving my daughters uh, I have my two oldest daughters had been moved to a new location and one of the signs on this this highway and it's actually Grand Prairie Alberta it said you can go back to Edmonton you can go to the city center or you can drive to Alaska and we were giggling I'm like, <laughs> I can drive to Alaska now you know and I've got people that I know there and and then I remembered I'm like she doesn't live in Alaska anymore and I thought well, I yeah. did a trip there, but that is amazing because you are no longer there, and you had a cafe there, and I was always so intrigued about this amazing cafe you had. So why did you leave Alaska? You know, it was probably the hardest decision I've ever made. Um, I'm originally from the Pacific Northwest, but had lived in Alaska for a long time and really found my place in Alaska. But after, you know, almost a decade of living there and owning this little coffee shop that I had up there, I, I realized that life in Alaska is so small. And it, it's also really challenging. The winters are long and difficult. And, and while I love winter, it was just really hard to, to spend that much time encased in snow. You know, it, it feels like life yeah. is just kind of on hold in Alaska. And like I said, life had become pretty small. It was really hard to fly out of Alaska to go visit family, to go to the events that I wanted to go to. And, you know, I I wanted more for my life than just shoveling snow. 
So I decided to move back to the Pacific Northwest, and it was a really tough decision. It's been a year now, and I, I still feel really homesick for Alaska. I, I miss it almost like it like it's a person. Yeah. I've heard people say that. Yeah. You know, they say, there's a saying that goes, it's hard to live in Alaska, and it's even harder to leave Alaska. It's very true. Oh, my gosh. So what are you doing now? You know, you don't have your cafe anymore, So, and you're an amazing author. So, you know, for all of our listeners, we have talked to Liberty in the past about her amazing book, but what are you doing now? So I have moved on to a new venture, and it's something that I've been thinking about for many years now. I have started retreats that focus on healing from grief, like deep healing. So grief retreats where people can come and they do yoga, they do meditation, they do forest bathing. We have grief circles, and it's for all types of grief. I mean, for loss of a loved one, loss of a pet, loss of a job, loss of, you know, a place that you really loved living, like like I did with Alaska. I mean, there's so much grief in the world right now that I feel like people need to get away from their day-to-day life, come spend some time in a beautiful place, and really work through that grief, because the only way through it is is to really face it head on and really deal with it. Yeah, so really intensive. So are these like a week or a weekend retreat? How does that work? There are four days. So, And I, I will be doing some day workshops as well for people who can't get away for multiple nights. But I have one coming up in January, and it's four days. And it's on San Juan Island in Washington State, which is just, you know, the most beautiful, magical place. And they they come and they stay with us and, you know, we have meals together and we do everything together for four days. And it's limited to eight people so that, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's, you know, and I keep the group small so that people can feel safe being vulnerable. Yes. I think that's important. Wow. Like this is a big change for you. And I just think that, I can see it as a part of your journey. I can see that this was the next step. And it sounds absolutely fantastic. So you said that they're doing a lot of, you're doing yoga. Are they staying, what are they staying in? Because that's a, an interesting question. So they're there for four days. Do they have like their own little bunkies or is there a place where they stay together? So each um, guest has their own, basically a tiny house. So I've booked this venue on the island. They're called Saltwater Farms. And they have little tiny homes, almost kind of like shipping container tiny homes that are tucked into the forest around this property that they own. But when I say shipping container tiny home, I mean, it's it's luxury. These places are beautiful. And I they're, bet. They're, so they're, yeah, they're tucked into the forest. And, you know, the whole property has this beautiful view of Griffin Bay. And, I mean, it's, it's stunning. And then there's a gathering space, like the, the big main house, which is where we'll do the meals and the yoga and the workshops, things like that. But it's the most stunning property. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so if a person is flying in there, like, so tell me a little bit about 
that part of it because you know trying to get to get there is it a process it can be it it sounds like a process but it's actually not that difficult so you would fly into seattle the SeaTac airport and then rent a car or take a bus whatever they prefer um but you know make their way up i5 about an hour hour and a half depending on traffic north of seattle to the town of anacortes washington and they board the ferry and then it's an hour ferry ride out to san juan island that actually sounds like a lot of fun oh it's amazing i mean it's and the ferry ride the ferry ride is gorgeous it's such yep. a romantic way to travel well, and why not? You know, we're always looking for things, and a lot of people are looking for vacations right now, too, because they were so stuck, you know, being at home, and now that we're able to retreat and we can go do stuff, why not do something that's going to be good for not just relaxation, but really to help yourself, men- your, ment- your mental capacity, too, because we want to, like, anything to do with grief, you know, that's really important to be able to deal with that, but to have people that would have an understanding of what you're going through, too. Right, absolutely, to have a safe space to really dive into what you're feeling instead of just shoving it down and surviving each day because that's not sustainable. No, it's not. Wow, this is a fantastic liberty. I'm so excited for you. Can I ask you why you. you decided to do that? Because it is a little bit different than what you were doing before. I have an understanding, you know, with, you know, what you were writing with your books and stuff and how you've, um, volunteering and stuff, but why Why was this such a big passion for you? So, <laughs> I actually, I mean, this kind of came about by accident, like all the good things in life do, right? Um, so, when I was living in Alaska, I kind of unintentionally put together this group of women And we would meet as often as possible, sometimes once a week, sometimes once a month. But we would meet up and get lunch and go sit by the water and we would talk. And the reason that we were meeting up is because each one of us had experienced the murder of someone very close to us. And so I got us all together so that we could just talk in a safe space about murder and everything that comes along with that because people are afraid to talk about murder. And so, you know, when you have someone that you love be be killed, it's really difficult. I mean, of course, it's difficult, but then people around you kind of shut down. They tend to ignore you. They don't want to acknowledge what happened because they don't know how to. Murder is a very strange thing for people. And so I got this group of women together. None of us knew each other in the beginning, but I knew that they had all experienced murder of someone close to them. And so I reached out to them, and we started getting together and just just kind of offloading our feelings about what we were going through. And I realized how cathartic it was and how important it is for people to talk about murder and to be able to talk about murder. And so I realized that, you know, this needs to be a thing, a regular thing that happens. And my initial idea was to have these retreats 
focus on navigating the trauma of homicide. But then I realized that's a pretty narrow niche. <clears throat> and so I opened up the retreat to all grief, you know, any and all grief. But that said, yeah. I have partnered up with Department of Corrections, and we will be doing, you know, a couple times a year some retreats that do specifically focus on homicide. I think that's amazing, Liberty. I just, I think you're such an amazing woman. And to be doing this for people, I think it's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, when I lost my brother, I felt like there were, were no resources to help me through it. And I felt so alone. And I don't want other people to feel that way. And to me, if I can use what I've been through and take what I've learned and help someone else, why wouldn't I do that? Exactly. I'm excited to be able to share this with the Divas at Care Network because I think it's something that you just don't know. And it's another resource. And I think that it will help so many people out. I, I think so, too. All right. Well, I'm going to be sharing that for sure. So so tell me what else is new. I have a feeling that this is a big part of your life, but I also know that you're such an extraordinary woman that you've got other things that you're probably doing. So you've got to share that with us, too. <laughs> well, you know, I, I really don't. I mean, now that I don't have the coffee shop anymore, I have so much more free time, which is strange but good. I mean, I've spent my life working seven days a week. And now that I have sold off the coffee shop, it's, it's really strange to have so much free time and to not have <laughs> yeah. a place to go to every day. You know, the first week or two was great. I slept in. There were days I was in my pajamas all day. But after a week or two, I really started to struggle with not having structure. So it's, yeah. it's been an interesting adjustment after you know, a lifetime of working so hard and now really not. But I have been putting all of that energy that I was putting into the coffee shop, that's all going into the retreats to make them the best that they can possibly be. And I've been, I've been wanting to sell the coffee shop for about a year now because I wasn't able to fully focus on the retreats and give it the energy that I wanted to while I was working every day at the coffee shop. So I yeah. finally was able to sell it and put everything I have into these retreats because this is my passion project. This is what I really believe in. I loved owning a coffee shop, but I wasn't passionate about it. I can see that. And it gives you a little bit of time for yourself now, probably more so than you've had in a while, just to do the things that you love because you traveled quite a bit in your previous life, really, and, and you were <laughs> able to do things for yourself. And do you find that now you're able to do that again? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I feel more like myself lately without having the coffee shop. Because, you know, owning a small business, and especially a business that I had to be at every day, I wasn't just the owner, I was also the operator, I was the barista, I was the cashier, I did everything. And I wasn't 
I, I didn't have the time or the energy after work to really do the things that I love doing or even just to sit with myself. You know, everything was about the coffee shop. And so now having the time to to do the things I love and to be able to go walk on the beach and just clear my head and spend time with the people I love, it's been really great. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. That is so amazing. See, I knew I was going to be excited about this show today. Just to hear that, I can hear that smile in your your voice. And it's just extraordinary when you know that somebody is truly happy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Thank you. So do you, are you going to be doing any more books in the future? You know, I, I definitely want to do a plug for your book so that, you know, some of our listeners can go and check that out. But are you going to be doing another one soon? So um, I'm actually staring at it right now as we speak. Um, I am about halfway through my second memoir. So I I don't have a deadline for when it's going to be done. You'll have to stay tuned for that. But, yes, I am working (laughs) on it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's fantastic. You know, and I can't remember last time we spoke, I did co-write a book that was published in 2020, I believe it was, um, about restorative justice and prison work. I can't remember if you and I yes. spoke before that yes, or after that. Oh, okay. awesome. Yes, I, you know what, and I completely forgot, I do apologize. Let's, let's do a plug for both of those books so that our listeners can go and check them out. Sure. What, what would you like me to say? <laughs> um, just, you know, where what, a little bit about what they're about and where they can go and purchase them. Sure. Um, so my memoir is called The Heart of the Runaway, um, and that was published in 2018. And it, it covers some of my brother's death, um, but mostly about my travels and all of those experiences that I had. And then in, like I said, 2020, I believe it was, I co-wrote a book called Our Prison Story, and I co-wrote it with a woman who was a prison guard at the prison that I volunteered at in Alaska, and with a man who is currently incarcerated for murder at that same prison. So the three of us met in prison. I was a volunteer, and it's like, you know, three people that society says shouldn't be friends. You know, a victim, a correctional officer, and a someone who's incarcerated for murder. The three of us are so passionate about restorative justice that we came together and wrote this book. And it's just about our experiences in prison from three different perspectives. It's pretty powerful, pretty profound. Both books can be found on Amazon. Excellent. Thank you so much. I love that. And I'm going to be posting that for our social, on our social media because I think it's really, it's really great when we can share these amazing books out there that you know, not everybody might have heard about. So thank you so much, Liberty, for doing that. I just I love it. I absolutely love everything you're doing. You've always been such an inspiration to me. You know, ever since I found out you were, from, you. you were living in Alaska and doing the things you were doing, and then we kind of developed that, that relationship that way, getting to know each other. And it's like, you guys, you got to know this woman. <laughs> it's been that long it seems like yesterday that I talked to you but now that it has been you know a year and a half you were mentioning I was like holy cow I didn't even realize it was that long so 
Thank you so much just for taking the time to chat with me again. Of course. It's been so great catching up with you. I think this is the third time we've talked, right? Yeah, I think so. And I, it's just I been so, so much fun. Yeah. Are you, yeah. I should well, ask and you, you are pretty wonderful. Oh, thank you. Are you volunteering yeah. um, in the justice system, like in the prisons down there too? So not in the prisons in Washington, just because I haven't made any connections within the prison world in Washington yet. Um, but I've also been really busy with speaking at events that focus on prison work and restorative justice. Um, I spent a week in Salem, Oregon, training the Oregon Department of Corrections staff on restorative justice and how to work with inmates and things like that. Um, so that was pretty exciting. And I've been speaking at different events for restorative justice. I've actually kept pretty busy with that. Oh, it's all pretty exciting stuff. And I have gone into the Oregon prison a couple times, just not the Washington ones yet. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is fantastic. I think it is absolutely inspirational what you're doing. And um, thank you so much for continuing to come on to TV because I care and sharing with us with what you're doing. And I hope that we can do this again a lot sooner than we did last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and thank you for having me and for doing Divas That Care. It's such an amazing podcast. It's really admirable what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. We love what we do, and we just want to get stories out there. So it's it's having amazing women like you on our program that we're able to do this. So thank you again. And, oh, and what is the website address for the retreats? I would love to know that, too. Yes, they are called Far North Retreats. And the website is thefarnorthretreat.com. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much, Liberty. I, I hope that you have an amazing day and that we, as soon as you finish your next book, you let me know and we're going to have you on here for that too. Absolutely. I will definitely do that. Oh, perfect. Thank you again so much. And a Thank shout you, out to Oh, thanks. And a shout-out to all of our amazing listeners. You know, I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to check out the Divas That Care and everything that we are doing. Uh, we love our amazing guests that come on our program. I hope that you make sure that you like, you share, you comment on all their shows because it's really important that they, they feel the love too. Um, and definitely connect with them and, and tell your friends and family. That's what it's all about, the collaboration, because we want to connect people with like-minded individuals. And also remember to do something kind. It is so important to do that. Uh, the world needs more kindness, and that's what we're all about is paying it forward and that ripple effect. So make sure that you definitely pay it forward. One last thing, our Divas at Care Network has a new book that we just put out, the podcast journal. And it is a great way to keep track of all these amazing podcasts you are listening to. Make sure you check that out. It just came out. And again, I hope that each and every one of you has an amazing day. And until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.